Hi, welcome to another PSD cast from Power Systems Design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Diana Gerlinger. She's with um, the uh, University of uh, Bochum, and uh, well, we're going to talk about embedded development in the engineering space. Isn't that right, Diana? Welcome to the show. Hi, Alex. Thanks a lot for the invitation. And it's, oh, it's a pleasure all- to be in your show. Oh, it, the pleasure is mine. It's always nice to have uh, people come in, especially from uh, spaces that are a little bit outside of our own, to really give the engineering community a, a view into where the industry is going, where developments are going. And there's a tremendous amount of development going on in the embedded space right now, isn't there? Yes, there's a lot of going on when you look at, the, for example, the self-driving cars or the robot systems. As an example. Exactly. Now, I understand the EU has actually got several projects directly addressing the embedded development space, uh, and I understand you're going to talk about uh, TULIP. Can you uh, explain what TULIP means? Yes, um, TULIP stands for Towards Ubiquitous Low Power Image Processing Platforms. So, the idea of the project is um, to develop a reference platform and guidelines to help um, designers to realize low-power systems which can do image processing for a variety of applications such as drones, autonomous cars, or also medical applications. Right. Well, and, and actually, that makes all the sense in the world because um, vision systems are the one of the most primary interfaces between a robot or a drone or, um, well, actually any system. If your phone could see what you're doing, you wouldn't have to touch buttons, right? Exactly. So there's a big hype of developing more and more image processing applications and to make machines more and more intelligent. But Mm -hmm. you need a very high um, performance in processing. And on the Mm -hmm. other side, these systems have to be mobile, so we need a low-power system. Right, right. And that's the thing about it. Um, I'm fond of saying to my audience how power is sexy again, but it's more that energy awareness is sexy, as it were, because like in this case, you're, you're not just trying to develop advanced vision systems, you're trying to develop low-power vision systems. Exactly, so that you can use it for a wide variety of applications because power is a very tremendous issue, especially in image processing applications, but of course also in other application domains. Got it, got it. Now, um, what kind of uh, partners are involved. How many different organizations are in the TULIP project? We have eight different partners in the project. Um, for example, Thales, which is slightly known from, from Paris. Mm-hmm. They are the project leader, the coordinator, and then we have um, two universities, of course, my university and NTNU from Norway. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the partners are small and medium enterprises such as Synective, which are doing the automotive application, um, Hyperos, which are doing a real-time operating system for our system, because real-time is a very critical effect or critical requirement as well. Yes. And mm-hmm. multiprocessor technologies from United Kingdom who are developing the, the hardware platform. And we have also Efficient Innovation, who are doing the management, and Fraunhofer, which are more research institution in Germany, and they are bringing the drones application. 
Got it. So, well, it's a, then it's a very concerted effort. And actually, if I may say so, it's a well-thought-out effort because, unfortunately, a lot of uh, projects especially hardware-based projects, often forget the software component. And today, energy efficiency could be anything. It could be methodology. It could be topology. It could be software. Exactly. So this is why under platform or reference platform, we are considering both uh, well, all three components, which is the hardware and as well as the tool chain to make it easy to program such a system. And the last part is the operating system, which managed the hardware at runtime, for example, by doing frequency scaling, um, shutting off components on the platform which are not needed, and at the same time fulfilling the real-time requirements, which are very critical for automotive applications, for example. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, um, how fast does the team expect results? When, when are the first milestones going to be hit? Um, so the project started in February, so it's still a quite young project, um, but we already have a first hardware platform. The toolchain should be the first version in the middle of the project, um, as well as the operating system. So we started with the hardware platform, which was provided by Sundance with the first version. Um, to practice all the other parts and then to improve and realize further ones. We already um, prepared a deliverable with guidelines, so the idea is to have not only the platform but also guidelines defining the interfaces between different components, both in hardware but also between hardware and software. And this will be out in a few months. Mm -hmm. And also... Now, uh, Diana, once you've achieved your goals and have the development system, the environment, the ecosystem set up, uh, is it going to be offered only through the consortium members or will it be offered to the industry as an open source um, project? How will you uh, release your results to the world? Um, so the, the first, of course, the first test persons will be the project people, so we will develop three use cases. Um, the second source which we want to work very closely with is our advisory board, and we still have open places, so if somebody mm -hmm. is interested, they can join. The members of the advisory board will get this first hardware platform which I mentioned, and they will get also a, a version of the OS, so they will get an example design of the OS as well as the toolchain, and they can also direct and give hints what they think is important so that we cover important use cases. So they will be the second source, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and we already have 11 members, but we are open for others. So in case of some okay. people want to join, that's more than welcome. And um, also parts of the project will be open source at the end of the project, such as, for example, the toolchain. Very nice. Very nice, Diana. Now, um, so you are looking, because that was going to be one of my questions, is uh, are you still looking for members? How does someone sign up? Um, they just need to go to our website, and there is an online interface where they can provide an advisory board letter, or they just send an email to a coordinator at tulip.eu that they are interested. And so it's quite easy to, to join. Very nice, very nice. Now, um, Diana, before I let you go, I always let my guests have the uh, final word on my show. So it could be a little bit more about the uh, Tulip Project, or you could say something nice about your university, a little uh, shout-out to your friends, or uh, just a tip for our audience. But the floor is yours. Well, then, um, 
first of all, I want to thank you to be part of your show. And um, yes, Tulip is a really great project. Um, it's lots of fun, and I hope some people will sign up um, because the more people we have in the advisory board, the more input we have, the more different use cases we can target. And yes, if there, we have also a workshop at HiPIC, which is a conference in 2017 in January in Sweden. So if you want to have personal contact and see some first demos or presentations about the project, um, you're more than welcome to join our workshop. Very nice. Very nice, Diana. Thank you so much. I'm really glad you took the time to come on our show. And uh, when Tulip has some more news, we'll definitely bring you back to talk about it some more, all right? Perfect. Thank you. Oh, thank you. The pleasure is mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paltz for Power Systems Design. Have a great day.